When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Justin Williams with the Wolfpacker Podcast. I'm joined today, as always, by editor of thewolfpacker.com and fellow co-host Matt Carter. And today we're breaking down the NC State Wake Forest game this Saturday in Carter-Finley Stadium. Another late kickoff for the Wolfpack, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Going to be on ACC Network if you can't make it out to Carter-Finley Stadium. You've got number 21 Wake Forest coming to NC State, number 22 in the country as of the most recent and first college football playoff rankings this season. Um, but before we uh, we break down this big matchup coming up on Saturday, some quick reminders for the listeners and viewers at home. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to us, wherever you're listening to us right now, if you listen in podcast form. Or maybe you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, if you're not, you're please, please come visit our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're at it and uh, check out this video. You can watch the whole podcast there and uh, – like the podcast, give the video a thumbs up, and drop a comment while you're at it. Uh, you can follow us on social media, at The Wolfpacker on Twitter. You can follow me personally, at Justin H. Will. Although, I don't know why I keep plugging that, because I need to start tweeting again. I haven't tweeted much. Uh, much more of a lurker these days. But, uh, you know, you can throw me a follow if you want. Uh, maybe I will start tweeting again. Uh, head over to thewolfpacker.com, by the way. Uh, that's why you're here. This is The Wolfpacker Podcast. But if you want more information beyond... Our, uh, the chats with Matt and I here. Go to thewolfpacker.com. Take advantage of a special deal now. For just 10 bucks. you can get premium subscription to thewolfpacker.com through the beginning of next football season. So that takes you to the end of August 2023. Um, you're going to get premium NC State athletics news and information, recruiting buzz, unlocks a- access to the message board. So um, great content. And for just 10 bucks for better part of a year. It's a really great deal. So go to thewolfpacker.com and take advantage of it now. And uh, last but very not least, go support our sponsor of the podcast, rogueshop.com. It's rogueshop.com. Go there for all of your premium CBD and Delta 8 products. They've got uh, tinctures, they've got cartridges, they've got oils, they've got uh, uh, edibles, they've got lotions, they've got all kinds of great items over at rogueshop.com for all of your natural cbd and delta 8 cannabis needs founded by a husband and wife the husband is a disabled veteran that was turned on to natural cannabis products to help treat some of his sleep apnea uh, or uh, just inability to sleep at night Uh, he was able to use it for some of his pain and and anxiety and, and stress uh, great with inflammation as well. So he founded this small business so that he could help others just like you um, have live a healthier and happier life. So uh, head over to rogueshop.com. If you support us, you can support us by going to rogueshop.com. And uh, you can use their chat feature there if you want some guidance as to what products might help best suit your needs. You'll be talking to a real-life human being in that chat feature, by the way, not some robot. So uh Head over there now. It's rogueshop.com, R-O-G-U-E shop.com. 
um, and go support them because they have some really great products. Okay, Matt, let's uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about Wake Forest now. It's, t- it's time for what seems to be the biggest game of the second half of the season. It's what it's shaping up to be. You've got number twenty-one in the country versus number twenty-two. So on paper, you've got two evenly rated teams. Now Wake Forest comes into this game as the favorite, as we were talking about right before this podcast. The current line is Wake Forest by four points. Uh, I think it opened at about three and a half, Wake Forest, and then jumped up to five and a half and has now crept back down. So um, Vegas likes the Demon Deacons by a little more than a field goal. Wake Forest coming off its biggest loss of the season. Uh, last week, lost to Louisville 48-21 on the road. Now, disclaimer there, a lot of Wake Forest turnovers in that game. The third quarter, they were outscored 35-0. to I think there was a couple pick sixes involved, Matt, one of which was a 90-yard return uh, for a touchdown on Louisville's part. Uh, you know, two 14-point swings in a game, uh, really, really going to be hard to win that. I mean, I... I would love to know a stat of how many college football teams have won a game after throwing two pick sixes. I'm sure that number is a single digit, uh, if if greater than zero. So um, interesting loss. Wake Forest was ranked number 10 in the AP poll going into that game and obviously highly regarded as you know probably the second best team in the ACC behind Clemson after having that thriller double overtime game in Winston-Salem against the Tigers earlier on this season. Um, but Wake Forest definitely fell in the rankings and, uh, and uh, you know, because of that loss and now enters this game against the Wolfpack is more of a coin flip game. So, uh, you know, the other important context here, Matt, is that NC State's going in this game without starting quarterback Devin Leary. As we know, the Wolfpack has had to go without him for the last several weeks, bounce back from that bye week, uh, played Virginia Tech, played a terrible game for 40 minutes, was down 21-3 to to the worst team in the ACC, but then enter true freshman quarterback MJ Morris, who led three touchdown drives and, uh, and brought the Wolfpack back to win 22-21 in heroic fashion, and it has given this Wolfpack program new hope to finish out the season strong. So, Matt, do you see this as a coin flip game? Do you see a true favorite here what's what's kind of your initial you know inclination of this game i i see a true favorite i'm a little you know i think home field plays into that a little bit um look if i uh, strictly on paper just strictly looking at the two teams you you would have to favor wick forest i think right so i would go i i thought it was gonna be a little higher than I think it's at four, four and a half points right now. That kind of surprised me a little bit. Maybe some recency bias there with the whole Louisville game. But, you know, six turnovers in the third quarter, I think it was. Eight turnovers in the in the game. That's not going to happen again, right? So, if you're an NC State, if you're an NC State coach, I'm sure they were, they were probably mad at what they were seeing. Cause they were, you know, they're wasting all these turnovers at Louisville. They're supposed to save some of this for us is, you know, they, they're having their WTF moment um, against against Louisville you, you know you want them to have that clunker against you um, so 
Yeah, I, I, you're right. I don't think you put too much into that work uh, workforce. Um, Louisville game. By the way, Louisville may be finding itself a little bit right now. This is another bummer if you're an NC State fan or a coach watching that game, now realizing you, know, you probably were hoping that that would be a disheartened, uninterested Louisville team that you're facing at the end of the year. That may no longer be the case. So, also have that aspect of it, but... Well, you will be playing Louisville the week after they go to Clemson, so that helps. Yeah. What if they beat Clemson? That wouldn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Although, it still it still does physically wear you down to play Clemson. Yeah. Um, Just look at NC State. Look at look at how the roster is yeah. dwindled after, yeah. you, after you play Clemson and Florida State. Um, but, look, on paper, you know, look, I, I think – some people are overreacting a little bit to that Louisville loss for Wake Forest. I think there is a unfairly Wake Forest kind of gets treated as, oh, they're Wake Forest. Right? They don't get the respect because they're Wake Forest. The reality is they, they and NC State have probably been the two best teams in the ACC, not named, uh, you know, Clemson over the past five, six years. But because they're named Wake Forest, they don't get the benefit of that. Um... So that's that. I, I, you know, I don't think it's a great matchup on paper, um, but this is a strange rivalry, and particularly strange things have happened with games and and Raleigh against these two teams that were not supposed to turn out the way they did. Um, so yeah, we always speak about how Winston Salem is a house of horrors for NC State. It's not like Raleigh's been a a, a a whatever you want. What's the opposite of a house of horrors? Justin, help me out. Oh, a, 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 a Wonderland. A yeah, it's not like it. Thank you. It's not like it's been a Wonderland or a, a trip to the spa for Wake Forest or anything like that. Whenever they come to Raleigh, so no, uh, it's so. a very. I mean, it's a very. Uh, if you look at the track record of the of this rivalry in the past, you know, fifteen twenty years, the, the home team typically wins. Yeah, and sometimes in heartbreaking fashion. Um, mm-hmm. But the one time Wake Forest won a game in Raleigh that I can remember recently was the game where Jamie Newman was making his first start. They kind of they kind of turned to Jamie Newman and um and then they they they, they uh, got into state stopped on a fourth down that would have clinched the game and went down the field and scored on a busted coverage with like 20 30 seconds left. You know, if NC State played that game three more times, they would have won all three of them. I think that's just the one game Wake Forest got him. So, look, under the lights, you know NC State's going to be motivated. I do see a path to victory, which we can probably talk about, but it's going to be hard. I make it sound like it NC gonna... State should be a three-touchdown underdog. I, I hear that. It's not like I think. I think I think you did. I, you know, I, I think I would probably handicap this game at, like, I think Wake Forest by a touchdown would just be a, ideal spread because you know i think there's a 50 percent chance that wake forest wins this game rather comfortably just because it's it flexes this offensive muscle and nc state's not able to um, match that offensive rhythm that it found in the fourth quarter against virginia tech now wake forest doesn't have a particularly strong defense so you know if nc state is able to carry on that momentum from what they got with with MJ Morris under center in the fourth quarter, 
then then who knows? Maybe NC State has its best offensive performance of the season and a full game, and uh, and maybe that defense is able to step up and and limit Wake Forest to a manageable number. Um, that NC State's you know able to make the plays at the end of the game to win the game. Now, I don't see NC State. I don't see a path for NC State to win this game comfortably. I think it's gonna if NC State's gonna win, it's gonna be a four quarter fist fight. Uh, I think if there is a, you know, a lopsided double digit type difference outcome possibility that it would be the Demon Deacons that would that would win in that fashion just because we know how explosive their offense can be and you combine the fact that they come into this game on, you know, a head scratching eight turnover performance I would highly assume that uh this week ball security and uh and Sam Hartman's decision-making have been two very important areas of focus during practice this week. So it wouldn't shock me at all to see Wake Forest take great care of the football and, uh, and, and limit turnover opportunities. Now, on the other hand, NC State, uh, you know, just from the eye test, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, so I don't know where NC State ranks nationally or in comparison to the ACC. Matt, maybe you can help me out with this and turnover margin and forcing turnovers. But I just know strictly from watching this NC State defense that there are several turnover opportunities per game. Now, NC State hasn't capitalized on many great opportunities. Partic- you know, you think back to the Clemson game. You think back to, you know, other, I mean, even the Syracuse game, other games in the past this season. But, uh, you know, this NC State defense is aggressive, and uh, they pressure the quarterback, and they've got uh, very athletic corners and and defensive backs that are able to step up and make plays so you know wouldn't surprise me to see nc state maybe be able to to tilt this game by winning turnover margin that has to be a point of emphasis for the wolfpack uh going into this game but i mean you think of the keys of this game matt from the nc state perspective it has to be mj morris number one how 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 good is he going to look because i think he's I mean, that's the question the rest of the season. We know what we're getting with the NC State defense, and we kind of know what we're getting with the supporting cast of the NC State offense. So really, you know, this team can go as far as MJ Morris can take him at this point. It's his team. He's got the keys to the car. And, uh, you know, can he put together another great performance in what, you know, on paper looks like the biggest game remaining this season other than maybe the UNC game on the road? But B would probably be the turnover margin, winning the turnover margin. Yeah, and look, Wake kept, I mean, until uh, that game, Wake Forest had lost five turnovers all year, so they more than doubled their output in one game. So it's not like Wake Forest is a turnover-prone team. And you would have to say that was kind of a fluky aberration, probably, as much as a sign of a problem to come. NC State is good at forcing turnovers. Um, they are actually probably, you know, top third in the country in fortune turnovers, but really good at interceptions. They were act- actually tied for ninth, second in the ACC in interceptions. You know who's first? Uh, I, Louisville. Yep. Exactly. Now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you, 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 I'm, look, I'm looking at it. They, they got four interceptions against Wake Forest. Give them 14 on the year. NC State did not have an interception in the um, Virginia Tech game. And so they leaped NC State in interception 
for the season. So, you know, I, I don't know if you can help, though, to your, what your point you're saying. If you can win turnover margin against Wake Forest, um, that points that Wake Forest don't score. Because Wake Forest typically ends drives with touchdowns. They're not a team that punches the football a lot. So, you're looking at a... Uh, I'm trying to pull up the stats here. Just out of curiosity. I'm curious how many times Wake Forest has punted the football this year. 30 punch. Yeah. That's among the fewest in the country. That's tied for 86th in, in the country and punched this year. So, it's not a team that punched the football a lot. So, any point that ends without... Any possession that ends without points is huge in this game. And to that point, I think NC State's ability to control the clock, control time of possession, I know fans hate that because they immediately think, oh boy, here we go again, slow it down, conservative offense, yada, yada, yada. I get that. It's not inspiring. But the less time Wake Forest is on the field means the less time Wake Forest has to pile up points and turn this into a shootout. You do cut your margin for error. Right? That's where N.J. Morris comes into play and why I agree. He's number one key to this game. You can, If you're going to try that formula, which I, I suspect NC State might, then they got to score touchdowns, right? I mean, mm-hmm. because you cut your margin for error. If you try that formula and don't score, you're really giving the other team a, a potential favor because if they do score, you just shorten the game up and gave your opponent the edge. Um, so you have to score. But Wake Forest is so good offensively. They're so good. There's one potential spot where I think NC State could do it if it could really give them some problems. I think Wake Forest has had some issues with the offensive line. They do give up sacks. They're not necessarily a, a productive run in the football in terms of yards per carry. And so if NC State can kind of win that battle up front, and that, you know, that might help. That would certainly help. Um, so, But this is a Wake Forest team that in the last couple of years have been held under 30 points three times. Yeah. Total. By the way, they lost all three. So, kind of a matter. They're 17 and 2 when they score 30 points or more. They're 0 and 3 when they score so less. It's kind of it's kind of like that Matt Rule stat with the Panthers, where he was like 1 and 27 or something when when the opponent scored 17 or more points. Yeah. Except except this one's a lot more understandable. Yeah. If, if you can hold Wake Forest to less than 30, fewer right. than 30. So, I mean, Sam Hartman is such a good quarterback. And then they got so many receivers, it's ridiculous. You wonder how Wake Forest could have piled up that many good receivers on a team. But they have. And and they were that slow mess offense, which if you haven't seen it, basically it's like holding a play action in there for a couple extra seconds and sometimes you hand the football off sometimes you pull it back and throw you know they just freeze the defense is what they're trying to do they're just trying to freeze you and freeze you enough and all of a sudden their star receivers are breaking free 40 yards over your head um or they have some tight end coming underneath that nobody accounted for. It seems to happen a lot against NC State. Um, 
where they cut you going back on everything and oh shoot we'll just hand the ball off and next thing you know the running back getting 15 yards on you it's so difficult to defend um if any team can do it it's NC State but you're gonna need some turnovers and it would be better if you can get off the field and then keep them off the field Right, because you think about you know Wake Forest's ability to score on a team like Clemson, who has a great defense, but in that game, Clemson's secondary was you know, banged up, banged up and exposed. NC State secondary that it's going to present on Saturday is going to be far superior to what the Tigers were able to play out in Winston Salem earlier this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, another question for me, Matt, is you know. You know, if you're if you're the offensive play caller, you know, you got to start rolling out hot. You know, we we don't we don't we don't need to warm up in the first quarter and get things cooking and and you know find NC State down ten to start dialing up some explosive plays and taking some shots. In, in a game like Wake Forest, when you're going to probably have to score thirty points to win, you need to you need to go ahead and assume that you know. Now, granted, you're going to get Demi Sumo back. Uh, Theoretically, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, until we until we physically see it, we can't <laughs> count on it. But ideally, you get Demi Sumo back, who has been the most explosive back for this NC State offense this year. And you know, if you can get him going, he can be explosive out of those screen plays and and, and run plays. And I'm not saying completely abandon those. You might you, you want to sprinkle those in, but gotta let, gotta let MJ cook. I think in this game, you can't. You can't let him roll out there on training wheels and expect him to beat a offensive juggernaut like a Wake Forest. So um, I'm very interested to see the game plan because obviously there's been a lot of scrutiny, you know, on on this NC State offense all season, and I think it's a great opportunity, you know, against a, a weaker a weaker defense in a game where you're going to have to put up points to, you know, show that NC State's offense is capable of making explosive plays because we. Saw it in the fourth quarter against Virginia Tech, and you know, you got to credit Virginia Tech's defense to you know, holding NC State to basically nothing in the first half of that game. Um, you you'd have to think that Virginia Tech's defense isn't too far off from Wake Forest, and and maybe that and and maybe you know Matt, like you said, maybe time of possession comes into play there where you can kind of grind them down and then start dumping it on them like like nc state did in, against virginia tech but uh i think you just got to come out of the gate swinging Thumb this isn't going to be this isn't going to be a game that you win based on defense and ball control and you know just being the more disciplined you're not going to be the more yeah. you're not going to beat wake forest by just simply being disciplined yeah statistically virginia tech is a better defense than wake forest um and look wake forest is much improved on defense that but it's a caveat. They played some a couple of really bad offenses. So they played eight games this year. They played an FCS team in VMI. And they played two teams in Vanderbilt and Boston College that are among the worst offenses. They're, they're in the triple digits in total yards per game nationally. So three of their eight games were against really bad offenses. Um, obviously, Clemson put uh, double overtime, but they still put up close were closing in on 600 yards of offense in that game. Louisville got over 400. Liberty got over 400. Army got over 400. So, um, 
there's nothing really special about the Wake Forest defense. They're not as bad as they were last year, but statistically, Virginia Tech has been stronger on defense. It is a que that is an interesting question you raised, though. Do you come out swinging? Because if you do that, do you also risk getting yourself in a shootout quick with Wake? And is that the way you want to go? Or do you come out trying to establish a pace, establish a tempo of which, like you say, you know, may not pay immediate dividend, but will wear down over time and prove to be the way to go. But the one big difference between Virginia Tech and Wake Forest, if you take that latter route, uh, Virginia Tech had a very inept offense. What you saw from the third quarter was a total aberration, right? You had a, a, a busted coverage, and you had one corner got beat twice over the top. Um, the other three quarters, I think Virginia Tech had what, 40 yards of offense total in the game? So, um, that's not going to happen with Wake Forest. So, no. um... Well, I, I, don't, I don't think it has to be mutually exclusive. I mean, I don't, I don't think just because you're taking shots early and, and regularly throughout the game doesn't mean that you have to trade paint with Wake Forest. Because I, I don't think... Well, I, I, I definitely don't think NC State's going to try to go for a shootout against Wake Forest. Um... You know, if you can get an early lead by taking an early risk, then you can start to play more of that ball control game. And then those, you know, whenever you can get Wake Forest off the field without scoring any points, that's a huge win. And then then you can start, you know, trying to dink and dunk and get those first, you know, you know, multiple first down drives where you burn five, six, seven, eight minutes off the clock. But um you know, in order to do in order to do that and successfully against Wake Forest, I think you got to be playing with a lead, and in order to do that, you got to take some shots. Yeah. So, but, uh, would, no, no, I think I think a little of both. Yeah. The flip side of that, ironically, the teams that have done best this year against Wake Forest have run the football, and that's kind of the irony of the situation. Which goes back to MJ Moore. All those teams, I can't speak for Liberty. I don't know Liberty's roster, and I'm I'm, I'm be blunt with you. I'm not going to look it up either. I don't know Liberty, but um, Louisville and Clemson both have what? A running threat at quarterback. And they both ran the ball very effectively on Wake Forest. MJ Morris is a running threat at quarterback. I think he can run the... When I went back and looked at the Virginia Tech film, there's a, a premium article where I, I broke down every throw MJ Morris had in the game. Um, end up being pretty popular on the message board. So check it out if you haven't. But when I was breaking down the game, I felt like there were uh, some runs that MJ Morris had where he missed yards, right? They could have been better runs, a little bit more if he was a little bit more decisive, um, maybe a little bit better, vi uh, better vision on some of those runs. I felt like he left some yards out there running the football. Um, but we know that he can be a threat uh, in the in the QB run game. So it'd be interesting to see how they use that. And, and right, if, if Demi Sumo Kambe is back, that's a huge boost too. And, and the X factor in the Wake Forest has an NFL caliber defensive end um, who's questionable for the game. He hurt his ankle. He's that by far their best pass rusher. Um, Rondell both. Bothroyd, or Bothroyd, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, last year had 16 and a half tackles for loss, eight sack. 
including a sack against NC State. So, you know, that that the flip side of it is, uh, you know, his status could also be be something to watch as well. But uh, <laughs> bless you, Justin Williams, for ah, thank you. He's right in the middle of the podcast. Um, I. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of... It'll be interesting. I'm really curious to see what the offensive approach is. Are they going to come out? Versus, yeah. I'm with you. They, 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 do, they do their best when the quarterback gets in rhythm. The best way to get in rhythm is to go, go, go. Be aggressive. But that might not be the best strategy if you're to beat Wake Forest. So... How do you handle that? Because we can talk realistically, defensively. There's only so much you can do against Wake Forest. And that's not an NC State issue. That whomever has played Wake Forest issue. Clemson, very good defense. Yeah, got beat up by uh, Wake Forest. So, um, yeah, that's just the reality of it. Florida State, top 25 defense in the country. Clemson, 27th defensively in the country. None of those schools stopped workforce. So you're not going to stop. Well, it's, 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 it's a, the, the, the secondary is going to be so crucial for NC state. I mean, and, and it has been one of the stronger aspects of this defense, you know, now NC state's strength is obviously at linebacker, but you know, how well can these guys cover and, and limit, uh, yards after catch uh, against this, you know, an explosive offense like this, going to be a big test. Um, but you know, I mean, NC State has has not allowed any team to. Well, I mean, what Clemson was the most this year, right? At thirty-one points. Sounds um, about right. Yeah, Syracuse, I think, was twenty-four. So yeah. So um, you know. I think that's a I think that's a reasonable goal. Can you hold them under thirty one? I think that'd be I think that'd be a win. Yep. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Thirty I mean, interestingly, if you look at offensive production, two of their worst games have been on the road. So there may be they've only played three road games. Vanderbilt terrible, but at Florida State they won thirty one to twenty one. They have four hundred five yards of offense. Um, average 4.76 yards to play. At Louisville, they had 402 yards of offense, 4.47 yards per play. That's their two lowest yards per play total this season. So, there may be something, too, about getting them on the road versus having to play them in Winston-Salem. So, that maybe gives you some slight, if you're looking for some slight advantages, that might be one. Right the, fan, the fans can play, you know, the fans can make a difference in this game. If you can make Carter Finley rock in a night game, for four quarters, I understand that that's the preference, right? That would. Yeah, I mean, if we're are, if the converse, the Twitter conversations of NC State Twitter, which is like, what are we debating about here? Whether <sighs> it, I think everybody's on the same side, right? You know, just yeah. do your best. Uh, but you know, on NC State's end, also do your best to keep keep the fan base in the game. For four quarters too, I think it, I think it's a two way street, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know maybe don't go down twenty one to three to Wake Forest, <laughs> uh, 
and I think the I think the crowd will stay in it. So uh, yeah, I think I think that's my advice for both sides. Fans, stay in the game, be loud, make a difference. It can make all the difference in the world. Make that Wake Forest offense earn everything, and same to the NC State team. But we'll be tuning in Saturday, big one. I'm ready for I'm ready for the post game reflections, man. This is an interesting game. I really have. I really have no idea what to expect, but I hope it's I hope it's a uh, I hope it's a competitive and hard fought game because I think if NC State can at least hang with Wake Forest, if, even if it doesn't win, if it can just look impressive on offense and it can have flashes on defense, it can still give me a little bit more confidence for the rest of the season because I think that fourth quarter gave me personally gave me a lot of confidence, but I think we just need to see more of it from MJ Morris before. We really have an idea of you know what realistic expectations for this NC State team, you know, are the rest of the way. Yeah, no, no question. I, th- I think look at other thing too. Wake Forest has got a book on MJ Morris. We talked about that. And Louisville, I mean, uh, Virginia Tech did not have a book on MJ Morris. So a little bit is out there now on him. So we'll see how that holds up. You know, now that uh, they're going to be scheming to defend MJ Moore specifically and how much can the freshman handle, you know. Um, yeah. That, that's, at least it's a home crowd. And I guess statistically they're not as tough defensively as Virginia Tech is. So, um, Look, uh, State's got that home, home winning streak. I mean, you know, Wake Forest has to – yep. it's not like an – it's not an easy game for Wake Forest. Nope. So – so we'll see how it plays out. It, I, I agree with you. It's one of those games kind of hard to figure out how it's going to play out. You could see it playing out a, a number of ways. I do kind of agree with you, though. If, it, if it's lopsided, it's probably not good for NC State. I think NC State's uh, better off if it's, a, if it's a close game. And uh, lastly, football watch, potentially, you know, best-case scenarios. I think my main concern at this point is uh, – you know, Clemson's got to go take care of business on the road in South Bend this weekend. Yeah, they, they got to be under. They got to be thirteen and zero to get into the college football playoff. So, um, they do. I had a problem, by the way, with them being number four. I think it goes back. You got to, pro- no, I, I think it's the right. I think that goes back to there's a lot of SEC love, obviously deserved. I still don't get why the Big Ten gets so much love from national media, undeserved. They have done nothing to deserve yeah. the, the love they got. And I'm sorry to uh, the Wolverines out there, but that is one crappy non-conference schedule they played. And the only halfway decent Big Ten team out there they may have played is Penn State. And Penn State hasn't beaten anybody either. They beat Auburn. Who, He's not good. Yeah. Didn't they just fire their coach this week? Yeah, oh, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. yeah. So that's not really a good win. And and then the other two games, they got beat by multiple scores at home to Ohio State at Michigan. So are they really that good, Penn State? So I don't, They got a number next to their name. I guess. I they, guess. They, they, they got, they got the, the, the iconic uniforms. Mm-hmm. They looked the part. I, I remember that, but... I mean, I, yeah. I bet at least... Clemson beating uh, Florida State, who, by the way, has beaten the number 10 team, LSU, in New Orleans. 
And they beat Interstate, right. who, by the way, is ranked. They beat Syracuse, who, by the way, is ranked. They beat Wake Forest, who, by the way, is ranked. Uh, get ready to play Notre Dame. Um, you know, Michigan's hanging their hat on Connecticut getting that fourth win. That's their best non-conference game. So, no problem at all with Clemson being number four. And I think if they went out, they're definitely in, but... But I think if they lose, if they lose once, they're definitely out. It's a be a tall order, very tall order. You need you need absolute insanity. Yeah, you need you need like Michigan and Ohio State to both have a loss. You need you need anarchy in the SEC. You need Tennessee to lose like a random game. Yeah, 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 not gonna probably not gonna happen. So state fans, as much as it sucks. Kind of got to pull for the Tigers a little bit. At least as at least as long as NC State keeps winning. If NC State loses maybe one more time, then oh. you could probably start pull, pulling against the Tigers again. No, I think you still pull for Clemson. You want that college football playoff money. Yeah, I don't know. As like a fan and obs- I mean, yeah, I get it. It's good for the program, but like as a <laughs> observer, it's like, do I really care about the money? No, I don't. I just care about watching my team and hoping they do their best so and and hopefully getting to the best bowl possible which is why we're kind of rooting for clemson but anyways that's it's gonna wrap up this podcast i think uh i think we're ready to watch some football on saturday and then we will have some fresh new takes for you based on the results of that game so uh quick reminders before you tune out of this podcast subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to us apple spotify google play you can also watch us on youtube please subscribe to our youtube channel give this video a thumbs up and drop a comment while you're at it go support our great sponsor rogueshop.com that's r-o-g-u-e shop.com rogueshop.com for all of your premium cannabis cbd and delta 8 products they've got tinctures they've got oils they've got cartridges they've got edibles they've got lotions they've got all kinds of great products to help you with some of your troubles falling asleep at night or stress and anxiety uh you know pain and inflammation all great things that can be helped by uh these these great natural products founded by a husband and wife it's a small business the husband is uh, a disabled veteran that was turned on to these natural products to help him with some of those symptoms and it's changed his life for the better so much that he wanted to create this business so that he could help share these products with uh, folks like you so uh you know i think all all of us out there uh at least experience one of those three symptoms whether it's trouble sleeping from time to time you know stress and anxiety i know i've got my fair share and uh pain and inflammation i mean you know all great products to help you out with it and you support us you can support us by supporting them so uh head over to rogueshop.com right now and uh enjoy some really great products last but not least head over to thewolfpacker.com um where after after you go to rogueshop.com head over to thewolfpacker.com take advantage of the special deal ten dollars gets you premium subscription to thewolfpacker.com as part of the on three network through the beginning of next college football season. So that's going to take you through the end of August, 2023. It's just 10 bucks. Uh, Matt Carter and Ethan McDowell at the Wolfpack are insiders. They are grinding day in, day out, getting you 
the best NC State content in the game. So go support them. It's just ten bucks. I mean, come on, just pull out your wallet. You know, you probably got a few bills in there. What's it? What's a ten? Go to thewolfpacker.com. They're not going to accept cash because it is online. You're going to have to pull out your credit card. But uh, you know, ten bucks. I mean, come on. Your DoorDash costs much more than that. You're uh, you, uh, you can get three gallons of gas, and that's going to be more expensive than uh, a subscription to the Wolfpacker, Wolfpacker.com for the better part of a year. So go do it now, Wolfpacker.com. Take advantage of the deal. Ten bucks through the beginning of next college football season. Follow us on social media at the Wolfpacker on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Justin H. Will on Twitter and like us on Facebook, NC State Wolfpack on the Wolfpacker.com. That's going to do it for this podcast. Good luck to the Wolfpack on Saturday hosting Wake Forest. For Matt Carter, this is Justin Williams, and this has been the Wolfpacker Podcast. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.